Welcome to Backstage with Becca B with special guest Tara Kostmeyer. and welcome to this episode of Backstage with Becca B. On this episode, this California native graduated from the University of San Diego, has performed in several shows on the Disney Cruise Line, played Diana in New York City Center's A Chorus Line, was a vacation swing for the National Tour of Aladdin, and is currently on the National Tour of Wicked, where she plays Nessa Rose. Please welcome Tara Kostmeyer. So, how is life? You're currently in Houston, yeah? Yeah, yeah, in yeah, Houston, Houston now. It's good. It's hot here. Yes, it is. <laughs> but I, I don't mind the heat so much, so I'm surviving a little more than everybody else. But it, it is kind of brutal. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Houston hot is like humid hot. Yes, yeah, it's very yeah. humid, very oppressively hot, <laughs> but but it's okay. I mean, luckily, you know, I'm in AC right now, and I do I do love the sun. So I I always I, I would rather take it being hot than being like rainy and sad. Um, so I don't mind too much. <laughs> yeah, the sun makes everyone happy, at least. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where you are on the East Coaster? So I'm from Dallas, but I live in Burbank, California. Oh, okay. Got it. Nice. I'm from California originally too. So oh, nice. I, well, I saw a lot of California stuff on your resume. So I was like, she must be from California. Yes. Yes, I am. Mm -hmm. Went to school in San Diego, which is like not exactly near Burbank, but it's, it's yeah. in that, more in that SoCal region, I guess. I love San Diego so much. <laughs> it's so stunning. It's my favorite city. Yeah. It's stunning. It's stunning. Mm -hmm. So, I want to ask, first of all, have you always known you wanted to be a theater performer? And when was the moment that you like realized that it that it was something you love to do? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I, um, I didn't actually uh, grow up like knowing I wanted to do theater. Um, I, I started dancing, but it was uh, when I was young, but it was always kind of like just a hobby. I was very academic and I went to um you know that that was kind of my career path like from the get-go I always thought I would like be a professor or be a doctor and I actually went to college to um study neuroscience to be a doctor um so I was pre-med um but while I was in college actually um there was like a musical theater club um because we didn't even have my college didn't have like a musical theater program they they just had like this club that was totally student run and um and they were doing Rent, which I, I had heard of and I loved. And so I was like, oh, I'm, I'm auditioned for Rent. And like, you know, let's see what happens. And and pretty much, and I was able to get in. And pretty much since then, I, I just, I I grew so many good friendships through that club. And um, it was called Mirror Musical. And um, I just was always involved every year. And so by the, by the end of it, I was like, I really like this whole theater thing. And by the time I graduated, I just was like, Okay, um, and it was kind of a really big decision because, you know, it was a very different career path than like what I had been set on. But um, yeah, by the end of it, I was just like, okay, well, let's see, let me audition for some things locally, which is probably like what you saw in my yeah. resume, more, um, California credits, um, and like see what happens. And yeah, thankfully, I was able to get some work and um, 
uh, by the time I, I booked a Disney cruise line, I sort of decided, I was like, okay, I think I'm going to do this full time. And I'm like, yeah, this is going to be my thing now. <laughs> well, and you always have the pre-med thing to brag about. That's really impressive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you. It was, it was a great, I'm real. I don't regret it. Sometimes I think I'm like, oh gosh, you know, I could have, I could know so much more about my my craft if I had gone to school for it. But, you know, I, I, looking back, I don't regret it. I learned so much and I feel that it gave me a very different perspective, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it was, it was a great time. A very, it was a hard learning experience for sure. But yeah. Wow. And I saw a lot of dance classes like on your resume when you went to San Diego, to the school. Yes. So, so how do you, how did you manage to keep up with like those dance classes while doing pre-med. <laughs> oh my gosh. It honestly, oh, it was challenging. And it's, it's, you know, maybe some people can do it all, but I, I can't do it all. So, you know, there's always something where it was like, okay, I might be, you know, I might be staying up a little late to try and read this textbook so that I can like make my dance classes. But um, honestly, it felt, at the time it felt a bit of like a release, like, oh, thank God. Like it was, I used it kind of as like my, like a, like my mental break or, um, you know, a time where I didn't have to just be in my books. I could get into my body. I could, it was sort of like a moving meditation in a way. So um, for me at that time, it was, it was a bit of a release from everything. So I'm, ha I was happy to have the balance. Yes. Do you have a favorite style of dance and why? That's a great question. I probably, ooh, hmm. You're like, I can't pick all of them. I, I love them all. I grew up really loving ballet just cause I mean, you know, it's just so pretty and like so sweet and, and um, I'm such like a, I, I love all the, I, I love like the dresses and the jewels and all that kind of, all of that stuff. So, but, um, but I think hip hop. Yeah. Ooh. I think probably hip hop. I think that that's the style I've, I've um, enjoyed the most recent in recent years. Um, also growing up, my brother was like a break dancer. And so like, I feel like I was introduced to that culture kind yeah. of early on and kind of grew to really appreciate that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever like learn any like cool breakdancing moves? I think I tried. I tried really hard, but you know, as as the dynamic usually with the older brother and the younger sister, it was yeah. usually like, Can you show me the breakdancing moves. And he was like, no, like this is just for me and my friends. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. so spectator a lot. <laughs> yes. Um, what was your favorite show that you did at the University of San Diego or like around the area regionally? Yeah, yeah. Um, ooh, favorite show. Um I mm. mean you mentioned Rent, which is like the and you played Mimi in Rent? I did, yes. Yes, yes. Did. so that's a huge role. I, Oh, that was like, that was incredible. That was just, mm, it was just like, it was my first musical. And so it, it might have to be that one just because it was like the first time I'd ever been in that, in that atmosphere. And it's, you know, Rent, it's so electric. It's so emotionally, you know, you bond so much with your castmates because of like the material of it. Um, 
So yeah, it might have to be that one just because it, it, it really, it really, it literally changed the rest of my life. I didn't know it at the time, but that was the first show that would set me on this whole path. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's an iconic show for your first show, like to be in for your first show. Oh my God. Wow. Oh, wow. it was great. And I'm still really good friends with like to this day. And I'm still really good friends with a lot of people that I met in that show. I love that. I love the bond that like theater creates because like, it's such a, I feel like it's a big community, but it's also a small community at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. I know it's ever growing, but the more, the longer you're in it, the more you just start recognizing people in every show that you do or like, oh, yes. she's cool. you know, you make those connections. Yes. Even as like an audience member, as a fan of theater, you like go and see shows and you're like, wait, I think I've seen like half this cast in another show. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. And it's like in a whole different city too, you saw them. So that's right. really cool. I know it's it's wild it, it is it is kind of like a, a nice little community yes so you talked about the Disney cruise line and you were on several shows on the Disney cruise line so what was uh what made you say yes to going on the Disney cruise besides of course like those commercials they like drag you in to wanting to go on one all your life oh my gosh well I you know, at the time I was just kind of, um, at the time I auditioned for the cruise, I was really in a very um, difficult place. <laughs> like I, I was working at like a law firm to just, you know, to be able to like, <laughs> I know I was like a secretary at a law firm, like trying to just like, you know, make ends meet. I was still in that awkward transition of like, am I really going to commit to doing this? Should I go back to trying to pursue science? Like, not making enough money, trying to pay off student loans, struggling to pay rent, you know, it was, it was very much like a, a challenging time for me. And so, you know, I was, I was going to any and every audition I could. I even auditioned for like the Disney parks at one point, um, you know, to be like a princess and then all that stuff. But, um, I, yeah, so I was just taking every audition I could. And, and at the time, Disney Cruise Line was just one of those one of the auditions that I was going to honestly didn't think anything would have come of it. Um, but I was, I was like really hoping that I, cause I, you know, it just has so many great things about it. You get to, you get to travel to so many places you get to, you know, um, make like to the idea of like being able to actually make, um, a living just performing, not having to like work the side jobs, not having to like go to the law firm and try and audition at night was just a dream to me, you know, something that I, at the time I couldn't even fathom. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a lot of, it was, it was all of those things, um, that really drew me to like, oh gosh, I really hope I can book this. Um, and I really didn't expect that I would be able to, I thought it was going to be one of those auditions that you just, one of the many, but, um, like just another one, because you get so used to just like going into audition and it's like, oh, auditioning is a full-time job even of itself yeah yeah and you just kind of get used to the rejection a little bit um but yeah thankfully it, it worked out and I, I guess I I had whatever it was they they needed at the time and so yeah yeah it was it was such a gift really though what care what Disney character was your favorite to play on board the cruise and why 
Yeah. So I, um, my main role on the ship was a character that was like um, a made up character named Nicole. <laughs> she was kind what? of like a, yeah, yeah, they kind of originate a character or something. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they sort of like have these review shows where they have these made up characters that kind of go on to this journey. Um, and I might, I honestly might say her because even though she wasn't, you know, that typical like you know, a character from a movie. Um, she was really fun to play. She was like this teenage girl. So it was really fun to kind of like get into all of the, all of the wackiness of that story. Um, and I, I formed some really good bonds with um, some friends in that show that last till this day. So I'll say her. <laughs> so my question when I see like cruise, when I interview cruise performers it, um, is that, like, how do you keep your balance on a stage on a cruise? Because you're in moving water the entire time. And yes. so the stage is kind of moving. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. It is. And you know what's the crazy thing, though, is that it's easier to keep your balance when you're dancing, when you're moving, which sounds strange, but it's when you're staying still and you're just standing in one place that you really feel movement. But um, once you start moving around, it's almost like you're moving with it. So it gets a little bit easier, but it is kind of an, it is kind of an odd sensation, like jumping and then landing in a place that you didn't jump from. You know what I mean? Because the ship moved underneath you. You're like, so, now wait a second. Yeah, yeah, I know. You really have to be, gotta have a, a strong core, some of those rocky sea nights. <laughs> I feel like I would just like fall flat on my face and... <laughs> It would be fantastic. People would be like, oh my God, what just happened? There are there are many a time when I was very close to doing that myself. Coordination. Coordination is key in those moments. Coordination is key. And yeah, and trying to keep the nausea down. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Do you have a favorite, like, do you have a character, a Disney character? that you want to play on stage one day that you didn't get to play on the cruise? Yes, Esmeralda. <laughs> oh, yes, love that. And I feel like that is close to coming to like a Broadway stage or at least, in, or hopefully a national tour. I know, I would love that. I, um, I actually saw that show at, I went to UC San Diego and it was at La Jolla Playhouse, which is on the campus. Yes. Um, and so I saw that show, I think like I shot like two, like four times or something. I, I loved that show. Um, and yeah, it, it was just, it was just amazing. Um, and even before that, I always loved her character because I, I love a, a strong female character. You know, we all do we can like take care of herself and yeah. Um, and also she dances like a little bit, which is kind of fun. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. You described why I love Megan Hercules. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's another one if I had to choose, I which, you know, is yes. is in the process. So that's kind it of exciting. Is, and I'm so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love Hercules and I love Meg. Oh, wow. Obsessed. That was, I'm actually surprised that took so long. And that was one of the first movies I thought would right. be coming. You know? Yes. But, exactly. but they, had, <laughs> they had to do Bell and yeah, all that. <laughs> I feel like Tangled is also like something that would be really good on stage too. Yeah. 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 And kind of, 
just like the one song that I see the light song would oh it would be chills. so gorgeous give me chills yes I love that so um you joined the national tour of Wicked in February to jump into Wicked yes what was your audition process like for Wicked you played Nessa Rose which huge character to play and I it, Wicked's on everyone's bucket list immediately and the, when they're when they fall in love with theater mm-hmm. I yeah I'm definitely the same always was a dream show and Nessa specifically was a dream role of mine um love all the characters but there was something about her I was like I want to play her one day um yeah yeah no the audition was really interesting I I actually um this was actually my first and only time auditioning, having auditioned for Wicked. Um, oh my gosh. And so I, I actually was sent in a self-tape for Nessa. Um, gosh, I think it was like somewhere in the spring or summer of last year. Um, and, and it was, yeah, it was great. You know, did the Nessa stuff, sent in the tape. Um, and they, and I got a call back but I actually couldn't attend the callback because I had, I had something else, I had a conflict. And so I was, it was kind of one of those things where I was like, oh no, like, well, you know, hopefully this opportunity will come around again and we'll see, yeah. just never know. Um, but I sort of had put it away and it actually wasn't until um, I was doing Aladdin where I, my agent messaged me and was like, check your email. And I was like, okay. like had no idea what to expect and um I booked the job and so it was it was definitely yeah such a surprise such a gift I was so grateful it was it was kind of wild because at the time um I was you know I was like really praying like you know God me in that direction I don't know where I'm supposed to go I'm here with Aladdin right now am I gonna stay here for a little while am I you know what's coming up and um like literally a few days before my birthday, um, I got Happy birthday. Yeah, and everyone was like, "Oh, what a, what a fun present!" <laughs> like, yes, it was it was really cool. But it yeah, it just it really taught me, you know, that you just never know. You just never know what's gonna happen. You never know where right. things are be. And yeah, yes. So I feel like I do have to jump back to Aladdin real quick because how iconic to like do a Disney cruise and be in Aladdin that yeah. and you're a vacation swing in the show so what does a vacation swing do for people who don't know yeah absolutely so a vacation swing um is uh basically the responsibilities are like a regular swing uh, where they have to learn all the parts um but uh they actually don't move with the tour so they're kind of yeah they're kind of like you know at home at home and just in case like they need extra coverage whether it be for like uh, another swing or another ensemble member that might be out for vacation or out for um, medical leave or something like that they'll call these people in you know from New York to come in and sort of be with the tour for a little while that was me <laughs> so you have to be prepared to like pack in like two hours basically and head to the yes. airport Yes. And that was that. Yeah, it can be a very quick turnaround for me. I think I found out that I had to leave or I find out that I, I found out that I might have to leave. And then I think two days later, 
I, I left. <laughs> so it can be a very quick turnaround. Yeah. Wow. I cannot imagine like the stress that puts on someone and like the, like then jumping from like one environment to another, like New York environment to like, Hey, you never know where the tour is. So it might be a completely mm -hmm. different to like, it might, it might feel like a completely different season. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. And I know it's, it's a bit of a whirlwind and I don't think I'm trying to think if I've ever had that. I don't think I've ever had an experience like that in, in any show where it was like, okay, drop everything. You got to leave on Monday, you know, but, yeah. um, but it's, it's a wild, it's a wild life. I had to get like all of my shifts at work covered and I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I can't make it, but I need to go. I gotta be on the Aladdin tour. <laughs> I know it's like, yes, I will gladly get those ships covered. Um, but yeah, it, um, it, it is kind of a wild, a wild gig for sure. Do you have a favorite memory from that time? Oh yeah. One thing, one that comes up was my, um, it comes up right away was like my happy trails, which is like, you know, when we leave, yeah. you know, when we leave Latin, um, for Wicked, and um, everyone was so sweet and they they sang for good for me <laughs> as I left and I just sobbed, you know, like yes. I had no idea they were going to do that. So they surprised me. And yeah, um, that is, that's definitely one of the ones that stays in my heart for sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Instant tears if someone starts singing for good. Instant tears, instant tears, and let alone I'm like, oh gosh, when am I going to see you all again? And yeah. Yes. So getting back into Wicked, I have to ask, uh, when was the first time you saw Wicked? And do you remember the first Glinda, Elfa, and Nessa that you saw in the show? I feel so, you know what? I have such a bad memory. I actually don't remember um, because I, I actually barely remember when I saw it. Um, I know that I saw it with my parents in San Francisco. I saw the tour. Um, in, uh, it was probably like sometime around 2000, somewhere between 2006 to 2010, probably somewhere in that range. That seems um, right. I could, probably, I could probably like look online and figure it out, but That's, I, I was about to type like it in. And be like, <laughs> like, I'm sure it would be, it's like, when was it in San Francisco? Um, but I saw it at the Orpheum and and, and again, at the time, like I wasn't into theater. I, I my parents, I think my parents aren't super into theater either. So we, we never saw like shows all um, regularly, but for some reason they were like, we got tickets to this wicked thing and we're all gonna go. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so, um, but it was such, it was, it was life-changing. It really was. I remember watching it and just being amazed because I never seen any kind of show like that. It was my first professional show I'd ever seen. Um, you know, I fell in love with Fiero. I like went home and was like, I have to learn popular. Like I need to learn all the songs. Like <laughs> I was just obsessed. And so, um, yeah, yeah. I remember having, even though I don't remember exactly when or who, I remember having a wonderful time and yeah. Yeah, just being absolutely blown away. Well, I mean, how can you not when, especially like during Defying Gravity, when she goes up in the air and you're like, oh my God, that it's, is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yes, yes. It's so, 
all encompassing and you're just so present and yeah, I just, oh, I loved it. I loved it. I remember thinking at the time, like, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be amazing to be up there? Like, I can't even yeah. imagine what it would be like. Um, so it's very full circle. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh my gosh. Wild. I'm sure you're like, you're like, wait, this is real every day. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, I really, I count my blessings every time I, and even on the days where I'm tired or, you know, it's more challenging oh, yeah. than other times. It's like, look, I am in Wicked and this, this is incredible. Like, I, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> You're like, can't complain, can't complain. Yeah. So what was the rehearsal process like joining the tour? Because I think you joined the tour with several other cast members. Yep. Yeah. So I'm sure it's fun, like stepping into rehearsals with everyone new who's joining the tour. And then do you have to, you get to like watch the show as, re as rehearsals are happening to kind of like learn certain things and pick up certain things? Yes, yeah, we do. We um, we have our, you know, rehearsals in like a studio and a rehearsal studio with the dance captains and um, and like the stage manager and stuff. Um, and then usually at night we'll um, watch the show, um, whether it's just like, you know, backstage because we're trailing people and seeing, you know, the backstage traffic or we're, you know, maybe in the stage manager's office watching it on the screen so that we're able to like take notes. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was really, it was a really interesting experience. I've actually, it's my first time learning the show separate from everybody. I think every other, cause even with Aladdin, we were launching this oh. new. Yeah. Second, yeah, national tour. And so I still learned the show with everyone in the rehearsal room all at the same time. So this is my first time kind of like just me and the dance captain, like, you know, him being like, okay, now you go to this number and this number and then, and just like writing it all down. So it was a really, it was a really interesting um, experience, but I'm really grateful to have been able to do it with, you know, my other company members that were coming in at the same time, because then it was nice to be able to just have somebody else in the room to kind yeah. of with and go over things with if you needed. Um, so that was nice. I imagine getting like the stage direction from the dance captain at that point is like, don't bump into the invisible person who's supposed to be standing right here. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. And you're just like, okay, I have to remember I'm going to hold this person's hand and then I'm going to hold another person's hand. And you just kind of have to mime everything until you finally on stage. <laughs> you're like, I think this person is going to stand right here. I don't know. <laughs> Exactly. I know. And it's funny when you finally do meet those people on stage at like the put in and, and you're like, Oh, okay. Nice. Hi. Nice to meet you. I'm supposed to. <laughs> like I've been rehearsing with an invisible person. Now I get to meet a real person. Thank you. Yes, yes exactly. Yes. Love that. So what was the day you made your wicked debut? Like, and how exciting was it? I mean, I'm sure you kind of like black out at that point too, because you're like stepping into a huge show and in a, a huge role. Yes, it, it was incredible. It was, uh, yeah, I, I loved it. I, I felt really grateful that I felt very prepared for it. I think that, you know, our, our team, they just did such a good job of rehearsing us. And so by the time it came, I was like, I was like, I'm just excited now. Like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get out there. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was just so surreal um, being able to, you know, actually have that 
real audience and be in the costumes and be like, wow, I'm, I'm this person now. And everybody is just always so, we always get so excited when people debut because um, like to have that fresh energy. So the whole company was just so supportive and so excited for us. Um, yeah, it was really, it was really sweet. Yes. And I have to ask, because it took me forever to realize this. So when did you realize that, like when during the rehearsal process were you told that Nessa is in the opening number of the show? Oh, right away. Because it's the first, I think it's the first it's thing the we first learned. Thing. <gasps> yeah. Because I was like, it, it literally took me like seeing it 10 times to figure it out. And I was like, oh. And Pierre too. And I was like, oh, okay. Pierre is, Locke is. Like, pretty much all are. I mean, I except like, for Oh my God. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, I know it's so funny. It's a fun, like little Easter egg. And yeah, so I was like, oh, okay. But I, I honestly love the fact that she's an opening number, especially for the debut, because to people, it helps to kind of like, feel that sense of community that you're like with everybody you're really interacting especially in Nessa's role because it can be very isolating she does a lot of her stuff you know just with Elphabar like mostly with Fox she doesn't really get to like dance with everybody you know um so it was really nice to be able to have that kind of like camaraderie and you get to really connect with like the rest of the ensemble in that moment um yeah I know and it's it's kind of fun to have that little surprise Speaking of fun, Nessa's a very like three-dimensional character. Mm. So, and she changes a lot from act one to act two, especially from the beginning of act one to act two. Yes. So how do you go about making a character like Nessa your own after like all these years? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know that's a great question. I definitely think, um, you know, I definitely watched a lot of uh, Nessa's. Like I, I did a lot of research on, you know, the different choices people were making. And um, so I think like, you know, I gained a lot of inspiration from the Nessa's that came before me and like being able to watch like Kimmy, like in person when before, um, well, I was still learning the show, you know, I just, and it teaches you a lot about like, oh, wow, you can take these lines into such different directions and make these different creative choices. Um, so yeah, I, I, I find it's helpful for me. Some people like to have a completely blank slate, but I, I think it's helpful to kind of like look at, you know, the predecessors and, and, um, different choices that they made. Um, but yeah, I think that a lot of it is just, a lot of it was very playful. I would just kind of play a lot with, you know, what is my first instinct of how to go about saying this line and then I would kind of play in different ways I would say I'm like okay what is it like if I say this line slower what is it like if I say it angrier if I say it um you know with this thought in mind and so I would kind of like play in these different ways and sort of try and choose okay I really liked this aspect I'm going to keep that um I'm going to keep this thing from that and you know, I sort of puzzle pieced it all together and just, and, and it's still constantly changing. I mean, even, even to right now, I, I, I'll listen back to myself and I'll be like, okay, I think I want to start, you know, bringing this um, emotion into this line a little bit more. Um, 
so yeah, it's something that's really fun to play with. It's, it's, and it's, uh, yeah, constantly shifting and, and growing as I go. Yes. And I can imagine that it's different depending on like who's on stage as Bach and Fiero and Elphaba and Glenda. So how does, how does your NASA change depending on who's on stage opposite you? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, um, it's, it's absolutely true that, yeah, when, when you have someone new, I kind of like really, it forces you, you know, you're listening all the time, but it forces you even more to like really listen um, and be present with what they're, they're giving you and how they're, you know, saying a specific line. Um, so I think it just, it just makes you a little bit more like alert in like a good way, in, in a way where you're just really fully present and, I love it because it forces you to kind of um, really um, connect back with your instincts and and react um, and and really react to like what they're saying. Yes, and I'm sure, especially with the Glindas, because uh, like the comedy there and the comedy aspect of like you never know what how a Glinda is going to say a certain line on stage. Mm -hmm. when you're on stage with her is is completely like it I, it makes it fun I'm sure oh Everyone it's so new. much fun yeah <laughs> yeah and you're like am I gonna completely die out laughing on stage tonight <laughs> <laughs> I know there are some moments that happen where you're just like okay hold it in I'm supposed to I'm not supposed to laugh <laughs> not supposed to laugh stay in character <laughs> hold on <laughs> yeah <laughs> even stuff that like the ensemble bring too, you know, because, you know, we're, we're like improving and, you know, bringing life to the scene every day. And so, you know, sometimes people will just say a different improv line or, or say, you know, interact in a, in a different way. And that, that brings a whole new energy to like that scene for you. Um, yes. Fun. So that brings up, what is your personal favorite line or moment in the show like both Nessa line and just a line in general Ooh, line in general I <clears throat> I have down pat I say this all the time it's when it's in wonderful when the wizard says um uh the truth is not a thing of fact or reason the truth oh is everyone agrees on yes oh my god I I just that that song has so many moments where you're like, oh my God. <laughs> right? It's like, it hits you. You're like, oh, okay. It's like that, which is so funny because it's such like a, it's kind of like a light upbeat song, but it has these really heavy truth bombs that you're like, oh. And I think, I just think that that line sums up the show or at least a really big theme of the show of like, what is the truth? who is wicked, you know, what is real? Like, is it, is, is it what everyone's saying is real, you know? And it just forces you to really question how you see things, question, you know, what, what's your source? Who, is it authority saying this? And um, yeah, but I, I just love that because it's like, wow, that's, that's so true. Um, deep. Yeah, deep, deep. Okay. Um, and Nessa, gosh, one of Nessa's lines, hmm, she does have some good ones. 
I think I love Act Two so much. The beginning of Act Two. What could which of the E scene is just like? Oh, I love it. I think I'm gonna. I I really like when she says um, when she's singing back to Bach. Um, when she's like lost your heart, we'll, we'll see about that. Because yes. I think that's really the moment. That's really the moment in that scene where things take. You know, there's there's like snippets of it earlier. You feel the tension building, building, and then it's in that moment where like stuff is different now. <laughs> like now I feel differently, and it's being able to kind of like oh get to play that emotion is is really fun. Speaking of ways like that, you can change up the lines every night, honestly, because that line, I feel like you can, you can mess around with it and have fun and like make it darker one night than the previous night. And I've learned so much from this, um, this character that, you know, there's so many different ways to express the same emotion. You know, for example, it's like, you can be angry and you can yell. And people are yell when they're angry, but there's also times when people are quiet when they're angry, mm-hmm. you know, or people speak really controlled, but you can tell there's that building and that's anger too. And, and so it, I think in that scene, I really discovered like, oh, wow, there are so many different ways to, that you can deliver this same emotion, um, but take it in a totally different direction. Yes. How do you think you're like Nessa and how do you think you're different from Nessa? Oh, I, hmm. Oh my gosh. It's like, what is this about to say about me, right? <laughs> you, yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I, yeah. I understand. Like, I, well, I, I definitely think, oh, because Nessa isn't, Nessa is kind of character uh-huh um that's a lot she's been well she, she has to deal with a lot so like yes I yeah. feel like you know I think I think Nessa here's what I'll say I think that um <laughs> I think that Nessa really wants to have control over her situation I think she's yeah. in this position where she is kind of helpless all the time because you know she's in the wheelchair she has to have people help her constantly she's always depending on other people and I think she just wants she's like please can I just have a normal life I just want to have a normal sister I want to have a normal you know experience um and I think that you know all of that and and I can definitely relate with that because I, I'm very much like, I can be that type A person where it's like, I just want things to be perfect. I just want things to be, you know? Yes, yes. My like schedule has to be like in sync and stuff. Yes, yes. And so it's like, I can, I can very much relate to her in that I think she's just like, I just want everything to just be normal and perfect. And if it can just go the way I planned, like, and I'll go to the ball with Bach and it'll be beautiful and my sister won't show up and it'll be great. Like, you know, um, I think that, I think I'm, I'm different than her in the sense that, so in, so in that sense, I really empathize with her and I empathize with, you know, what she goes through because, you know, I don't think she's just wicked for no reason. Like, I think, I think she's really in pain, you know, and she's sad. 
Um, so I really, I really do empathize with her. At I the not been easy for her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think that I'm different than her in this, in the way that she, in the way that she like interacts with her sister. I feel like, I feel like I, I would, you know, even though I, I can understand where she's coming from um, as an actor, like she, I, I definitely probably wouldn't make the choices she does about, about how she interacts with Elphaba because I feel a little bit bad <laughs> about like how embarrassed she The extremity uh, for sure. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. But it, it is really interesting because yeah, she is that kind of three-dimensional character. And so she doesn't make the best choices sometimes, but I can understand like why she's hurting. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, like I, I sympathize in some in some ways. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, but she's a little extreme at some time. Yes, yeah. She can get kind of intense. <laughs> Just a tiny bit. It's fine. If you could play any other character in Wicked, who would you play and why? Fiero. I would play Fiero. <laughs> yes. I, oh gosh. I just, I don't know. I love, I mean, I do, like I said, I grew up dancing. So I love the whole like dancing through life number. It's just so fun. And I just love the idea of like playing like the cool, like, you know, the cool guy. And um, <laughs> I just think it's just so funny. I, I love his character and I love his like, um, his yeah his heart in the show but also being able to kind of like put on that like yeah I'm like the suave and sophisticated story like it's I yeah I would choose I would definitely choose him I think he's a fun one oh my gosh yes oh my god the beginning of dancing through life when he's just like dancing everywhere on the stage and like circling the stage like I'm like oh my god he must I know every fear must have so much fun with that I know uh I just I love it. I love it. And I just, um, yeah, I feel like there's so many guy roles that I, I just, I, I love. I'm like, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> I feel like every, every Fiera must also like have fun listening to all the um, high school girls after the show be like. <laughs> I know that was so me when I saw the show, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, I just have to find my Fiero. <laughs> right, right. It's like a, it, it changes your entire mindset when after you see the show for the first time and you're like, wow, that Fiero guy is perfect. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wow, neat. So Wicked is a show that has been open since 2003. What do you think makes the show as successful as it is and makes people come back to see the show? Because- the show gets a lot of repeat audience members. It does. Yeah. I mean, I think it just, I think it just, it definitely just delivers that, mm, that, that musical feeling that you want. Like it has the spectacular of, you know, alphabet flying of like the lights, the costumes, like it just has that, that beauty to it. So even if I think people who, have never seen the show because we still get so many people who've never seen it before they they can fall they can fall in love with it just based off that alone because so many people have never seen something so spectacular like all at once like in this all-encompassing environment um so I think that alone is exciting for 
new people to come and watch it. Um, and I think just the story, it's, it's such a good story. And it's, it's just so smart to play with the Wizard of Oz, which is, you know, a classic. It's, it's a movie that people still show their kids and they grow up on it. Everybody knows that movie. So to have um, a story that gives you a different take on that really allows people to kind of, um, you know, find those Easter eggs. And I think it gets people coming back because it, they're able to watch it and discover new things every time, you know, and find new connections and fall in love with new characters at different ages, you know, um, and, and find themselves in these different characters too. So you back, you stated that perfectly. Um, so I just thought of a question, you're backstage like every night listening to all these songs, like literally, I don't know how many times now, what is one song in the show that you will never get sick of? Uh, it's so cheesy, but Defying Gravity. Yes. <laughs> you're like, it's coming. It's so thrilling. And like, even now, like, uh, are there things that I realize about the, the, the song, but also like the staging that I've never, I've never noticed before. Like, for example, when, when she begins to fly, like the guards come out and they all fall to the ground. And I don't know why, but I never noticed that before because I was so focused on her, but I was, you know, watching a rehearsal. I was like, oh, that's good. Like, it's just this ultimate, like thrilling moment. The music is perfectly matched to like the, to like the drama of that's happening on stage. It just all like comes to this perfect yeah. pinnacle. Um, it's just like pure musical theater glory. <laughs> yes. Also, I was gonna say like something I'll never get sick of. It doesn't really count as a song in the show, but like the ending after bows when like the orchestra's playing, <sighs> chill. <laughs> I know, it, it just works so perfectly. It's, it's so well written. This that music, it's just, there's something about it. It grips your heart, you know? It's genius. It's genius. Yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, before I move on from Wicked, what is your favorite thing about being on the road so far? And what is something about life on tour that people wouldn't know? Oh, favorite thing about being on the road is definitely, I mean, it, it's, it's seeing all of these cities. I mean, I, I don't think I was, I was, I was rehearsing in DC and I've been to DC before, but I, and I've been to Orlando, but I think like since then, like I haven't really been to any of these cities before. So I'm going to a lot of these places. Like I've never been to Texas um, for the first time and just being able to really like just travel, you know, like while I'm working, it's like such a gift, you know, I get to see all these places in a year that some people, you know, rarely get to travel to. So it's definitely like being able to see all these different parts of the US, it's great. Um, and then something that people, something about tour that people wouldn't know. Hmm. Trying to think. It's, <laughs> it's challenging. The kitchen is challenging. That's what I'll say. Oh. So, yeah, like you, something that like you kind of realize when you're on the road uh, is, you know, how am I going to 
cook for myself because I, I like to cook like elaborate meals and, oh and you God. realize, like, oh, wait, all of my spices and my sauces and my mixers and my, you know, and my food processors, are, they're all at home. Not here. And so it's like, it, it, some people deal with it different ways. Some people they're like, okay, I'm just going to cook super plain. You know, it's just going to be like, you know, salt and pepper and that's all I need. I, on the other hand, am that like, person. Yeah. I am that person that is traveling, I think like 20 spices and like 15 different sauces in her trunk. <laughs> that is the asking you to borrow stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm that person. I'm like, if you need cumin, I'm here for you. You need rice vinegar, sriracha, I got you. Like, Cause yeah, that's something that I didn't, I didn't expect um, that that would be taking the majority of my space is like all of my food stuff. <laughs> I absolutely love that because I feel like people like my go-to on tour would be like, I'm going to go eat out after <laughs> and right, right. it would be very bad because <laughs> I feel like you're like, wait, but I can't spend a ton on just like going to eat out all the time every time I know it's so easy to think like it's so easy to get into vacation mentality because mm -hmm. you're like oh I'm traveling so it's like vacation but then you have to remember like right I can't eat like I'm on vacation every day yeah, every <laughs> like, day for like months and months yes yeah. yeah I'm like I gotta get a carrot in here or something self-control <laughs> self-control yeah. it's hard so who inspires you in the theater world? Oh, so many people. My gosh. Hmm. Well, first, first off, um, Leia Salonga was a huge inspiration for me because obviously my Disney person always was. I feel like we all are now. <laughs> like, yeah. um, but you know, and and I think that I I just loved her voice and I think I definitely learned a lot of how to sing from her <laughs> and, and she's also Filipino and so am I. And so it was, it was just so cool um, being able to kind of see that representation, um, you know, at such a young age and, and yeah, so I, I definitely say she's a huge, she's one of like the bigger inspirations for me. Um, but also um, like, that's definitely, you know, like someone I, I looked up to, um, that I didn't know, but I, I will also say that, like, I actually get hugely inspired from, like, my peers and from the people that I do know, like, like, some of my best friends who are in the business, like, they, like, they really inspire me, because they're, they're in the trenches with me, and, you know, coming out of an audition, and maybe it didn't go so well, but they're picking themselves back up, and, and going out, and, and trying the next one, or, you know, or having a contract that, is challenging for them vocally and then, you know, being able to, you know, recover from that. So I honestly, I get, I get really inspired by the people I, I work with and, and some of my friends. And the, I mean, the people that you work with, like in the industry, they like know what it's like to be in the industry too. So it's cool to have a yeah. support system. Yeah. 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 Speaking of that, how do you work on self-confidence in the industry? Because like, as I mentioned earlier, like auditioning is a full-time job for you all, basically. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like a job interview where it's like, you're waiting to hear back all the time, yes or no. And you're like, 
well, if I get a no, then it's going to like, <laughs> then it's, then I'm going to overthink it. It's, it is, it's so challenging and it's, it's definitely a journey, you know, and it's one that like, I think we're, we're always going to be on just as humans, you know, we're always going to have things we're scared about, nervous about. Um, um, I'll say that, I mean, everyone says this, but it, it really is so true is, is like, not making it trying to not make it personal, you know, um, like if you don't get something, it's so easy to be like, oh, it's because I'm not, I'm not talented enough. I'm not cute enough. I'm not whatever enough. Um, but sometimes it really is just, you know, oh, we casted someone and we need someone of the same height. And she just happens to not be that height. Or, you know, I, we really liked her, but we already found someone like right before her and, you know, whatever it can be. It can be so many things that have nothing to do with you and your talent. So like really forcing yourself to remember that. Um, and, and also like, like, like a more practical thing that I'd like, that I'll share is like, when I'm in an audition, I really, I try to turn, like make it a positive experience. And like one of the, and um, it's so easy to kind of fall into that, like comparison trap of like, oh gosh, like, are they kicking their legs higher than mine? Are, is their outfit nicer? Like, I like, you know, what am I wearing? Like, you know, and, and kind of get into that negative mindset. And so like, a practical thing that I do in like auditions when I'm starting to feel that is like, I will try and create kind of like a camaraderie in my own mind by, I will like try and look at everyone around me and compliment them because then it, it turns into less of like, oh yeah, we're all like vying for a part. And it's more like, we're all having this experience together. Um, and so I'll be like, wow, I really loved how she did that turn. I really like how, I really love his shirt. Like, that's so cool. And it kind of, turns the environment from less of like a hostile, you know, like fear-based mentality into one of more like positivity and joy and, and, you know, like we're all, we're all enjoying the love of theater together right now. We get to cheer each other on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it's, yeah, and it can be challenging some days. So like really just like forcing that practice in, it's like, okay, brain, come back, let's come back from that negative place. <laughs> I mean, what a cool experience to get to like watch all these talented people in one industry in like one room. Yeah, yeah. As, as easy as it is to compare to like, I mean, comparing is something that I think we all do, but as easy as it is to compare, it's so cool to watch like other talented people and be like, oh my gosh, there's so yes. much talent. I'm so lucky. Right, and to remind yourself that like, oh my gosh, I'm in this room too, you yeah. know? Like, yes. like there's so many like wonderful, talented people around me, but like, I am also in this room. Like we are all talented. We, are, we all have something to offer and something to give and yeah. And we're all here for a reason. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. Yes. So before I ask my last question, where can people follow you on social media to keep up with what you're doing, to keep up with the Wicked Tour? Yes, absolutely. Um, my Instagram is at Tara Kostmeyer, T-A-R-A, Kostmeyer with a K. <laughs> um, and yeah, and that's where you can find me and keep up with all my, all my little travels. <laughs> Woo! And I'll post the link uh, in the description below. And lastly, do you have anything that you would want to promote, whether it's Wicked related or not, or do you just want to like tell people 
to come and uh, see Wicked on tour. Yeah, I mean, I'll just say come see Wicked on tour. Um, yeah, we're having, um, uh, what was I going to say? Sorry, yeah, we're, we're having a great time here in, um, in Houston and we're gonna be in Atlanta next. We're going to be, you know, in- All the humid. Yeah, all the humid. It's gonna be a hot, a hot rest of the year. We're gonna be hanging out in the South. We're going to like North and South Carolina too. So, you know, if you're in the area, like come on down and come see the show. Yes, I miss you all on the West Coast. I'm like, I was like looking at, at like the where I could go see it in the next couple months. And I'm like, it's literally not coming anywhere to the West Coast this year. I know you and me both. My whole family is over in California. <laughs> They're like, when are you coming to California? And I'm like, I'll get back to you. <laughs> not sure. Unsure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like looking, I'm like, where is somewhere that's not expensive to travel to? Because I haven't seen Wicked in a bit. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. Um, a lot of my my friends are coming to Atlanta. So I don't know if that's because they got some good plane tickets, but maybe that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. I've never been to the Carolinas, so that is not my, I don't know. I've heard they're beautiful. Yeah, and I hear that the cities that we're going to, Greenville and Durham, are really great too. I've never been, but people people really seem to like them, so. Yes, so I might I might have to check that out. I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. But <laughs> well, it was so good to chat with you on this. Thank you so much for joining me. I am oh, so honored. I love talking about Wicked. So I, I feel like Wicked is the show I've talked about most on my podcast, which is fun. Oh, amazing. I mean, I love talking about Wicked. So this was great. Thanks for watching this episode of Backstage with Becca B. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Becca B Talks TV. Or for more exclusive content from this interview and more, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Backstage with Becca B. Make sure to subscribe to my channel and like this video. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give me a five-star rating. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.